Welcome to the Odd and Offbeat podcast. Hey, hey, oddballs, welcome to the Odd and Offbeat podcast, hosted by myself, Mr. Matthew Baker, and the ever-perambulatory Louis Fox. That's right. I'm like the beginning of a book that tells you what's what going to happen later, the preamble. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> you, are, uh, you are the beginning of the book because I, when I look at your life, I'm like, that is not what I want to do <laughs> in my life. What do you mean? <laughs> You're just gone so much, man. Like, I was like... Hey, did you get back from your event? And you're like, yeah, I'm here for a couple hours, and then I'm going away for four more days before I go to Australia <laughs> for two weeks. Yeah, go, I'm going I don't to even know why you have a house. Uh, it's mostly for appearances. It's the tax write-off. Yeah, it's for the cats. It's <laughs> yeah. really just... Uh, oh, yeah, you see the cats. We have five kittens we're fostering right now. Nice, nice. Which is why I'm only home for uh, two days. <laughs> you know what's good about uh, taking care of animals is not being there. <laughs> Super responsible foster parents. <laughs> yeah. Carrie Here's Lynn. some macaroni, kids. Uh, I'll be back in two weeks. <laughs> and the cats are like, we don't have thumbs. We don't know how to cook. <laughs> Text me if you have a problem. <laughs> I'm, only, I'm only three weeks old. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. You, uh, you're never home. And I don't, uh, you shouldn't pay rent somewhere. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have a long stretch at home coming up after we get back from vacation, though. So. Are you looking forward to your vacation? Is this like uh, much overdue? Yeah, I worked really hard this summer, harder than normal. So I'm I'm excited to have some time off. Nice, nice. Yeah. And yeah. is is your wife have it all planned out? All your uh, excursions and she just planned. Uh, we're going on a ghost tour and a drinking history tour. Oh God! <laughs> why would you waste your Why would you waste your money on a ghost tour in another country? You're just wasting a good day that could be used something doing something else. I could be wasting time going on a freelance ghost tour. <laughs> are you doing that in Sydney? In where, are you, Sydney. where are you doing that? Yeah. All right. Yeah. So that's uh, I read on uh, TripAdvisor. Sydney is the number seven city for ghost tours in the world. Oh yeah, yeah. No, it's a ghost ghost tour hotspot. It is. They said on one tour, they almost saw a ghost once. Uh, yeah, well, that's pretty cool, man. That's exciting. And what, are you going to be? Are you going to send our Patreon subscribers a postcard from Australia? I may give that a go. Yeah, uh, I'll send them a kitten. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you'll drop them off, drop a kitten off at their house so they can take care of it while you're away. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> smart, smart. They almost go. Two way to get people to want to subscribe to our Patreon. <laughs> you get a puppy. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Lou, let's get to some weird stories. Let's do it. to some weird news. This story comes from HuffingtonPost.com. That's a news source more reliable than the newest Star Wars character being Carbaca. What? Carbaca. He's what all that carved mean? up. 
<laughs> he loves the bread. Oh, carb baka. Yeah. Gotcha. I thought he said carve. I was like, what the? Was this a superpower like a, being a box cutter? If you put Edward Scissorhands and Chewbacca had a baby. <laughs> I misspoke. It's not Huffington Post. It's HuffPost.com. Yes, which is also a new source. your huffing needs. <laughs> it's a new source more reliable than spraying HuffPost into a rag and trying to get high. <laughs> All right, so, Louie, this does have to do with Star Wars. Oh, really? that you brought that up. It <laughs> says, Loaf Saber, California baker crafts life-sized Han Solo out of bread. This is why we don't tell kids they're starving children in other countries and they should eat all their food. We're making, yeah. we're making Star Wars collectibles out of food. <laughs> we have so much food. <laughs> That's why we're the greatest nation in the world, really. Did I, tell you, did I ever tell you about my friend who made a Kevin Bacon head? Out of bacon bits? No. Uh, yeah, so she had a, a real-life Kevin Bacon head. I think it was made out of just bacon bits, but maybe it was bacon and bacon bits. And, uh, yeah, I, like, toured around in different art museums, and Kevin Bacon, like, endorsed it and stuff. It was pretty funny. So does bacon and bacon bits qualify as mixed media, or is that single media? Actually, what's funny is I don't think that there is uh, actual bacon in bacon bits. <laughs> there may not. Yeah, how can, how can bacon last in a Ziploc bag on my shelf? When I don't seal it properly. Yeah, I think it was bacon bits, actually. All right, so story goes, Han Solo may be a hunk, but Pan Solo is a hunk of bread. Oh, they call him Pan Solo. I Yeah. That's what a bakery in the San Francisco Bay Area has dubbed its six-foot bread sculpture of the Star Wars character as he appeared after being frozen in carbonite in The Empire Strikes Back. I wonder if there's any, like copyright issue with this like is Lucasfilm's gonna put the smack down on the on the bread company they're gonna come collect some uh, <laughs> some royalties they're from... like you owe us Han Solo's fingers <laughs> and one leg well I think if it's sold at like an auction maybe they might have but if you can't just like charge for viewing of it at this bakery <laughs> yeah like what would, would you like what, what would, would you pay you, to see it a dollar maybe I'd pay one cookie federation credit I would get, I would pay for a croissant and view it from afar, as long as I got some sort of food out of it. I would go in and ask for the restroom code and take a peek. Hannah Lee Purvin and her mother, Catherine Purvin, co-owners of One House Bakery in Benicia, California, spent weeks molding, baking, and assembling the life-size sculpture using wood and two types of dough, including a type of yeastless dough with a higher sugar content that will last longer. But attract a lot more ants. The two worked at night after the day's business was done. The lovingly crafted details show Han Solo anguished face and his hands strained to reach out. So this doesn't look quite right. It looks like the face is like a weird fetish blow-up doll. A little bit. It looks like a blow-up doll is sort of wearing a Han Solo mask. But only like, but it's like a fan of the opera, opera shape. Like you can still see his real jaw. Yeah, we need to, you should pull up a side-by-side -side of him in Carbonite. <laughs> so the actual Han Solo in Carbonite looks a lot less like a sex doll than the bread one. Yeah, his face is a lot more smooth with the Carbonite than the actual bread. So we're saying the Carbonite looks more realistic than the bread? Yes, it does. <laughs> it does. You mean the one where they spent millions of dollars and actually molded the person's face looks more realistic than the one they just did off of a Google image search yes. made out of sourdough? They did it on their Nokia 5160. You're, you're like, isn't that the phone their in the iPhone Matrix? iPhone 3. 
took them four hours to download it on the 3G. <laughs> it was LTE, bro. <laughs> Sonali said she might have gotten a bit obsessed. Mom made me leave it because I was obsessed over the lips, Hanali Pervin told the New York Times. She was like, you need to walk away. She's like, you got to know when good enough is good enough to be a good baker. You haven't looked at your child in three months. <laughs> you, you baked your child into that. <laughs> Creating Pan Solo was particularly meaningful, she told the paper, because she contracted COVID-19 in January 2020 and lost much of her senses of smell and taste. I don't know how that makes it meaningful. Well, Han Solo also lost his sense of sight and smell when he came out of the carbonite. Did he lose his sense of smell? I don't know. I just I think it was just, it was I sight. know he lost his sight. Yeah, so it's, it's, it's similar, right? <laughs> So just to find joy in a different part of food is really important, she said. The sculpture is now on display outside of the bakery, located about a half hour's drive north of San Francisco. Hmm. I mean, I like how it's outside, A, so it's not really, you're not really bringing in the customers, are you? You're, you're giving them a reason not yeah, to visit. Yeah, you're keeping the seagulls, <laughs> giving them direct access. How'd Han Solo die? Ah, oh, a flock of seagulls. <laughs> the band? Picked his face apart. <laughs> the band? No, actual seagulls. <laughs> Pan Solo is the bakery's entry in the annual downtown Benicia Main Street Scarecrow Contest. The public will get to vote on their favorites from among more than two dozen creations entered by local businesses. So from strictly a purist point of view, this is the uh, worst scarecrow because it's going to attract the crows to eat him. Unless yeah, they're exactly. Like, it, it's used bakery yeast, it uses cookie yeast, and rat poison. <laughs> the Pervins, who are big science fiction and fantasy fans, entered another Star Wars-themed creation in 2020 featuring the Mandalorian and Baby Yoda. They gotta have a cool name, like Bagel Yoda or whatever. If it was made out of bagels? Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, <if it> was, <laughs> this is made out of pancakes. This is Bagel Yoga. <laughs> it's made of ice cream, but we call it Bagel Yoga. <laughs> Bagel yoga. <laughs> That's the kind of yoga this I is, do. This is bagel, bagel yoga Yoda. <laughs> Unfortunately, Pan Solo won't last forever. The dough eventually will be comp composted, not eaten. So as a wise Jedi might warn, don't use the forks. Luke. I have a feeling whoever wrote this article wrote that last line first. Oh, you think so? And then they're like, we got, they go to Huff, the Huff Po and they're like, we got to do this. I got the best closing line ever. Don't use the forks, Luke. Yep. Yep. That's a horrible last line. <sighs> that's their, that, that's their rosebud. That's their, <laughs> their citizen cane. Uh, so what do you think about this, Louie? I'm glad. I always like when people do frivolous things for fun. I wish it was more for fun and not for a contest, though. They were just like, you know what? Pan Solo, and that's all it is. Yeah, it's unfortunate that it's not going to last forever. Although I have been to a, like a Ripley's, believe it or not, where they had sort of famous art pieces made out of toast, like, you know, toasted toast. Yeah. And so I'm thinking that there is a way to preserve this because those were preserved. So uh, they should get on that and then tour this around. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's like the Pope. It goes, drives around in, a, in the Han Solo mobile with the big bubble in it. Yeah, we'll get the, pons, the Pan Solo. We'll do the Kevin Bacon bacon. <laughs> you know, it would be like, uh, it would be awesome. And they do the Free Willy made out of dildos. <laughs> yes, exactly. Free dildos. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I like it. Yep.
Weird News Part 2. This story comes from Collider.com. That's a news source more reliable than winning a free ticket for your dog to CatCon. Yeah, you don't think that they uh, have uh, some tickets for cat-friendly dogs? <laughs> Is that is that exist? Sure. Yeah, cat-friendly dogs, for sure. What about uh, an emotional support dog? Can those people not go to CatCon because they have a dog? What about a non-cat-friendly dog that's a service dog? <laughs> you can't deny it. All right, so this goes on the theme of art and, and celebrities. It says, CatCon reveals a new art exhibit dedicated to national treasure Nicolas Cage. It's about time that guy got some recognition. I feel like he's been wallowing in obscurity for way too long. Yeah, I mean, I heard that he was, like, so far in debt that that's why he does so many, like, bad movies. And so I bet he's trying to get a cut of this. <laughs> like, you owe me for my likeness. <laughs> I want to collect that $33. <laughs> a cat-centric art show was feline, like celebrating Academy Award-winning actor Nicolas Cage through an upcoming exhibit. I like how it's a whole exhibit, too. It's not just like a one-off piece. They're like, there's so much cat-centric Nicolas Cage art that people are like, we need a wing. We need to put a wing on the MoMA for this. It's a whole genre, man. <laughs> there's impressionism, there's surrealism, and cat-centric Nicolas Cage art. <laughs> CatCon, an event that describes itself as the biggest event in the world dedicated to cat and pop culture, will honor Cage with its exhibit, Uncaged, the unbearable weight of genius cat art in Pasadena, California, next month. I mean, I don't know why we're not there now, waiting in line to go see this. I think that there probably won't be much of a line, Louis, but uh, <laughs> you're welcome to go wait. All, all the all the uh, cat ladies are at home with their cats. Well, I'm clearly home <laughs> with my cats. <laughs> the exhibit, which Cat Art Show will present at the event, features possum artworks, paying tribute to celebrity cat dad and internet meme muse, Cage, according to a press release. Oh, I thought you said possum like... Like also possum art, not paw some. Oh, that would be that would be amazing. Like P A W some. Yeah. The exhibit's name is a spin on the movie The Unbearable Weight of a Massive Talent, a film starring Cajun where he has to use his acting roles to save his family. <laughs> And then they show us a great picture of a cat uh, spooning Nicolas Cage. Yeah, and Nicolas Cage is the small spoon, obviously. <laughs> Susan Michaels, curator and founder of Cat Art Show, praised Cage as an artist's dream subject. He's cult, he's camp, and he DGAF. She said, cats have many of the same characteristics, so why not combine the two and celebrate it on canvas? Okay, what is uh, what DGF? Um, I, I, at first, I thought it was dad, I want to... Oh, like to, a DILF? Yeah, like a DILF, but DG, I don't know what the G is. Doggone... Doesn't give a fuck. Oh. Is what it means. I think it gives a huge one. That's the thing, though. Uh, why would you, you know, shorten that? DGAF. Like, just say, don't give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> like, seems... The exhibit appears to be a perfect tribute to Cage as the actor, a known cat lover, told The Hollywood Reporter earlier this year his cat Merlin was like family to him. Well, of course it is. If your cat Merlin is not like family to you, you don't mention it to the reporter. You just keep, yeah. it, under the, uh, you keep it under the stairs like that one Kennedy sister. Merlin is an unusual cat. It's not the same as the other relationships I've had with cats throughout the years, Cage said. There's a real, almost human level of affection. Em from him which is almost like a son it's pretty intense so that shows the kind of love he got from his dad is if <laughs> that's the kind of love he's giving his cat my da my dad always squished my food with a fork before he gave it to me on a plate it does show the emotional maturity of nicholas cage <laughs> where he 
He thinks that his cat is like a son to him. Yes. <laughs> cat Art Show will sell the original artwork, which CatCon will display on October 1st and 2nd via its website. 10% of the proceeds will go toward cat-related charitable organizations, according to CatCon. You got to wonder, the money should really go to the therapy for Nick, Nick Cage's sons who would have know. to compete with a cat. <laughs> I feel like more money should go to it. I mean, there is a coincidence that the word con is in cat con, right? Yeah. I mean, they're, they're probably uh, pocketing some of this money for nefarious reasons. <laughs> it's, going, it's all going to ISIS. <laughs> and uh, I, I would think if you saw these at a coffee shop, I would probably think that they would be 15 to $30 paintings. I would think so. I, yeah. The second one where Merlin is wearing looks like one of those old English parliament wigs. <laughs> yes. That one's just, a little bit better. But it's just eyes and claws. There's it's just like a black <laughs> blob with just eyes but like, and claws. Like that one looks like there was like this person might be a pa- actual professional painter where the first one where Nick Cage is getting spooned looks like a 7-year-old did it. <laughs> like even Nick Cage's hand while he's being spooned looks like a cat paw. Yeah, he it has does. no fingers. <laughs> They were like, I and then he has one. One of his ears is like albino white. I spent so much time on the detail in the other ear. I didn't have time for fingers to turn this in. <laughs> I got deadlines. Uh, yeah. So I would, uh, you know, if someone offered this to me, the second one for twenty five bucks, I'd buy it. Okay, I that's would, my that's my cutoff. I think I would do it if they threw in the coffee as well. Yeah. All right. Well, what do you think, Louis? Well, I'm just looking at CatCon's website. It has an adoption lounge with 200 kittens. Dude, you should get on this. You got five. <laughs> you got five kittens in your house right now. I need a booth at CatCon. I gotta move you this should, stuff. You should paint a picture with one of your cats and Nicolas Cage and say, "If you buy this, you get the cat for free." <laughs> I'm gonna do it at like an Elvis convention. It's just all paintings of cats with Elvis. Yeah, exactly. That'd be great. And then you throw in the cat before you go to Australia. Yeah. Why is the box meowing? Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, pretty cool, I guess. And uh, I didn't know that there was a cat con. Yeah. And... Well, you know, the first date I took Carrie Lynn on, we went to a uh, cat show. Like a convention or yeah, like yeah. or like Westminster dog show. But yeah, it was the Monroe cat show. <laughs> It's a wonder she put up with me for 20 years if that was like the first formal date. I'd, I'd like to see the Siamese cat again, please. Yeah. but based I'd on, like to see the tabby two more times. But back then, like the internet was barely a thing. So I had to learn about this from like a newspaper ad. On Craigslist, I would assume. <laughs> it was where they do ads for that. It was deep in the back. I was buy, either buying a used water ski or, or looking for a cat show. <laughs> All right. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> The Art and Offbeat Podcast. That's it for today, folks. We want to thank you so much for listening. Where can the fine people see you this week, Louie? Uh, today, when this comes out on the 18th, it's my brother's birthday, but I won't be celebrating with him. I'll be hanging out at the Booze and Brews fundraiser for the Rat City Roller Derby team. I'm not performing. I'm just uh, hanging out and drinking. From the 20th to the 22nd, you can catch me at the Washington State Fair convention. I'll be teaching a class. Uh, I'm doing a little incognito cl- class, and I'll be showcasing. So if you're in the Pasco area and want to come out, hit me up. Uh, where can they catch you? 
Uh, you can catch me. I am at the Museum of Play in Rochester, New York on the 21st doing a fundraiser. I'll be there uh, doing some stuff. And then on the 22nd. <laughs> wait, I'm wait, wait, the... wait. What stuff are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing a impromptu workshop class. <laughs> You're doing a rogue show. They, they don't know about. <laughs> You're going to jump the fence. You're not going to pay admission to do this. Uh, so that's on the 21st. On the 22nd, I am at the University of Connecticut in Mansfield, Connecticut. And then other than that, just hanging out, man. Nice. Nice. No real, uh, no real else going on. It's a little brief trip to the East Coast. Yeah, just dipping your toe in the East Coast and getting back home. Yeah. So other than that, folks, uh, we thank you so much for listening. If you have a news story you want to share with us, you can send it to us at info at oddandoffbeat.com. Be sure to check out our other podcasts where we do long-form interviews with the performers and people that make up the Moisture Festival, and that is called the Moisture Festival Podcast. That's right. And then you can always hit us up on the Patreon. Go to oddandoffbeat.com. Hit the Patreon link for as little as 3 bucks a month. I'll mail you a kitten. Yeah, and maybe something from Australia. <laughs> maybe something from the <laughs> Australia. <Yes. laughs> All right, folks, thanks again for listening. We hope you have a weird week. We are out. Bye. Thanks for listening, and stay weird.